What's up, guys? We're the High Street Freaks. We are back. I'm here with just DJ. Um, I'm I'm hearing that the the mob actually got Ryan. Um, so I all that shit talking, like, tossing around about the the uh, the the mob in in New Jersey. I, he's gone. We don't know where he is. Um, so you know, I hopefully we'll get him back by the end of the week. But um, yeah, for for now, you, you just get me and DJ. So uh, and for the record, yeah. I'm not I'm not paying his ransom. So if you're yeah. out there, if you th- if you think I got it, I don't. Yeah, buddy, I, I post uh, online. I don't I don't have enough money for that. So <laughs> I might be able to shake together about five dollars and some loose change around the house for for the bail fund. So and I, I mean str- straight up, even that, like I might I might fuck around and spend that on Wendy's anyway. So <laughs> so he's he's on his own. I don't I don't know where he is. Um, yeah, hopefully they have on, Wi-Fi where he's. Yeah, at. yeah. The, the the mob bosses. I I I I bet they're the the mob is like decent these days in terms of like technology and stuff. So uh, yeah, wherever he is, I'm sure he's. He might, be, he might be tied up to a chair, but I bet he's got a good good internet connection. So, Ryan, if you're listening to this, um, we're not coming for you. I don't know how you're gonna get out, but. Um, I hope you enjoyed the game. So, uh, yeah, that's probably the most interesting thing that happened this this past week. Uh, Ohio State blasted Rutgers. It was it's hilarious. It was like simultaneously like exactly what we expected, but also like kind of disappointing because I feel like when you don't beat Rutgers by seventy, it's like it's it's disappointing. Even though the spread was forty and they came like one short shot or one point shy. So, what's your take on uh, on not covering? Well, I hate Rutgers because, like, you know how you you talk about like uh, superior teams. You'd be like, oh, you know, it's a, it's a lose lose because like you either have to beat them by, you know, well, or if you it's it's you know then it's yeah. Let's start over. Uh, you either have to you you either have to like beat them by a lot, and then if you do that, then it's oh they're a shitty team. Or if you struggle against them, then all of a sudden you're the shitty team. And with Rutgers. You, Exactly. You have to beat him 70 to nothing to feel any sort of pleasure at it. But then at the end of the day, it's still Rutgers. And then, you know, this week, I mean, as soon as soon as as soon as we muffed the punt, first first play of the drive, we or first drive of the game, we muffed the punt. And then you know, right then and there, the, the cover is pretty much done with. Yep. <laughs> like, no, I, I literally thought that as over. soon as it happened, you're like, oh, hey, shit. like there goes the cover. And this game, I mean, it was about I, Rutgers had a lead. You got to give him that. Uh, I think it was Remy. I I thought it was the first uh, lead the Rutgers had ever had in this series, but apparently that they had led for about one one minute and, and forty five seconds, and about like four hundred and fifty minutes we had played total in the series or whatever it was. So that's how that's going for Rutgers. Um, but other than that, I mean, it's really. There's nothing you can be too. I mean, we we can nitpick some of it because it's not. It wasn't a stellar performance by any means, and they still won by 39. So that I think is the takeaway. And also the teams. The other takeaway too is is some of the results for teams the week after they've played Ohio State too. Now we've got some evidence on that, and those the week after playing Ohio State has not been good for teams either. Now I don't know what that will look like for Rutgers. I don't know what that, that, like, that's going to look like for them next week, but even though they didn't play kind of great, even though they didn't play great, it is sort of the mark of a great team to not play your best game and still, I mean, that play game like 40. I was never, never in doubt. Yeah. And like, and my thing is like Rutgers has been a lot better this year. 
I mean, this is a, a team with three wins. Granted, they haven't played shit, but like, I, they they have three wins, and you know, they they might fuck around and go to a bowl this year. So like, it's it's not a, it's not a terrible Rutgers team. It's still a Division One like conference team, even though they're terrible. But like, I I just to to just like sleepwalk and win that game by 40 points is still like it's kind of cool you know and i think it's especially cool when you're looking around the country like look at what georgia did you know georgia scraped by with a win against missouri um you know alabama played a a fraudulent arkansas team (laughs) you know that that wasn't that wasn't a that was a super close game in like the third quarter they pulled away at the end but like i don't know it's just like it's refreshing to see a lot of these teams struggle in games and Ohio state just really hasn't like when, even when they've struggled, like I think Arkansas state and this Rutgers game are like the closest that they've come to like struggling, I guess, Notre Dame to a point too, but like I'm writing that off to just being weirdness with JSN and stuff like that. But like, even when they struggle, they still look like dominant, you know, like you're, you're pissing your pants about a muffed punt and them only winning by 39 points. And meanwhile, Georgia needs, you know, a last second touchdown to escape Missouri. So I think it's yeah. just like quantifying your problems. Our, our divorce would not have been a fun time. Had that, had we had a Missouri type game. Uh, yeah. I, I, and I just, it, it's refreshing that like is, is frustrating is like, it is sometimes like those games just like, they don't happen, you know, like even under urban or Trussell or whatever, like you still had that, like, you didn't know, like you didn't know, like they could shit their bed or shit the bed against like Purdue or Iowa or like some, like, you know, like, like some bullshit could happen, but that just doesn't happen with like Ryan day's team. So like, that's, if there's anything refreshing. Like that's pretty cool. Like, you know, this is, if it's an easy game, you'd know it's going to be an easy game. And speaking of refreshing, I, I do want to tip the cap to Shiano a bit. Like he played to try to at least win the game. Yeah. Whereas a lot of coaches just come in there. I mean, all four coaches have pretty much been cowards coming yeah, <laughs> I mean, into he, this he, game. He did what he needed to do. You know, I mean, that, onside that onside kick. kick and... I mean, that, that, was, that was dumb as hell. But, <laughs> but if Rutgers is going to win that game, it's going to be something like they you know, they recover, they recover just, that kick. And just at least stacking bullshit. Yeah, that's exactly know, what it And at least took some stones to do it. I, I respect yeah. that. A hundred percent, because like, that was right after the muffed punt and a touchdown. And so like they get that onside kick and have a quick, you know, he would have dialed up another trick play or some bullshit right out of that. Like they get a, that onside kick, another quick score. And suddenly they're up 14 to nothing in the first quarter. It's like, uh Oh, you know, like it, the way their defense has been playing this year, like it, it was worth a shot. And the, the way he was talking before the game too, like people were asking him about like coming back to play Ohio state and stuff like that. And he was like, well, I mean, we're coming to win. Like, you know, this is a great team. I, you know, but like, I don't know. He, he was just saying all the right things. And I, I do tip the cap to that. Like he wasn't just coming for like a tune up game or whatever. Like he earnestly like thought that they could have a chance to win, or at least he was going to play to win. So, um, and with that, you know, you even had uh, their star safety just leveling a punter in an inconsequential play. Like that was hilarious all around. Was he a like, everything... or was it like a wide receiver? No, it was it was a safety. Okay, I might I might have, I might have fucked that up in the in the recap then. Because <laughs> I create Crookshank or whatever it was number one. I thought I had a. Oh no, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. He's a receiver. Um. But yeah, that that play was—I mean, it was the most exciting play of the game. It was finally something, and Shiano coming across. I, I guess in retrospect, I mean, at the time, I'm like, what could you possibly be chirping about? You know, I'm thinking, you know, they called they 
fake punch or whatever, but I mean, it definitely wasn't called. Yeah, no, it, it definitely wasn't called. Um, and like Ryan Day made that clear too. My, my one beef about it is like that was at any other point in the game, that was an objectively correct decision from Mirko. Jesse Mirko, sorry, not Mirko. Uh, Mirko is the correct pronunciation. That was, that was the objectively correct way to play that. Like, he had the space. You know how many times I've seen an Ohio State punter have, like, 20, 20 yards, 20-plus 20 yards of green space in front of him and then just punt the football for no reason? Like, <laughs> I, it, at least he had the balls to tuck it up. And I, I was kind of pissed about Ryan Day afterwards. He was asked about, um, asked about basically that whole play. And um, like what his response to to Jesse was, and he said, "Yeah, I grabbed him and said, what happened?" And he said, "I rolled out to the right." He goes, "Nobody was on me." And Ryan Day said, "Okay, but did anybody tell you to do that?" And he said, "No." And Ryan Day said, "Okay, we'll have to talk about that tomorrow then." It's like, what the hell are you going to talk about? Like, unless you're giving him a gold star or like a player of the. Then to be fair, he did get out special teams player of the week, but like that was the correct decision, right? Like he uh, should have done that. He wasn't. T- I get. I get in the sense that you don't want your punter going out of pocket because <laughs> it might give him the confidence to you know, try something like that against Alabama if he sees a similar angle. Listen, listen though. But like, it, if it's against Alabama and he has twenty yards of free space, oh, he'd be he, a legend. He'd be a legend. Like, and and, and the th- the thing was that it wasn't like it was close. Like it's it's not like it's not like he barely got the first no. down. He he got the first down by twenty yards and, and he, was like he and he did out of bounds. He, he didn't go into it. It wasn't like he just said, Fuck this, I'm gonna run it, you know, I'm gonna run right. it regardless. Right. So it was the correct yeah. decision. He rolled out and he had the chance to punt it or run it, and he did. He took it. And like he did the correct thing about get out of bounds too, which just didn't didn't work out for him. But you know, like everything about it was great. I I I think that like it's bullshit if you punish him for that because that was awesome. That was like the play of the game. Like it was, I don't know. And, and I, I just, see it from I see it from Rutgers' perspective too, because you know you're thinking the punter they called a fake punt. <laughs> <laughs> they think you know I, I would have reacted the same way in Madden. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. If some teenager did that to me and I. <laughs> <laughs> you have 50, 56 uh, like, to 10 and they're running a yeah. fake field goal or a fake yeah. extra point. Yeah, you know. That punter's getting hit sticks. So I, I yeah. but now but now he's out for the next, you know, the first half, half of the next game. And I, yeah. and I, and that was just a pointless penalty. Well and he, he's like he's like their offense too. Like he's super good. So that was uh, and I did like uh I did like it was good. Uh, Garrett Hodge getting that uh above Warriors getting it was that great. photo. It was a great it was photo. Great. And then did you see that account Art but Sports? No, uh, it's is it like Art Decider, but sports? Yeah, well, it's it's this account. He must know a lot about art, but he takes <laughs> art photos and then or sports photos. Oh God! And, and find like, classical paintings that it resembles. And he imagine thought, the it was, it was called like that. local local politicians, and like you look at it and it's like four people, and it's like, oh my god, it kind of does look like it was based on the Ryan that's, Day. That's like photo. that's like I have a particular set of skills, you know, like that's that's some shit right there. Like to be that much of an art expert, but also like in the weeds about college football. Like I I respect that. That's awesome. I wonder yeah. what, what overlapping skills I have that can just. Like it's a very, this is a very particular audience for that, but right. I know like awesome. th- I know like three paintings, and I just learned them to like impress yeah. women at one point. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I couldn't tell you the I know like the Mona Lisa. 
Yeah, Mona Lisa is a good one. Not yeah, a lot of people forget release. the Mona Lisa. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Starry Night. Uh, Starry Night's one. Yeah. Yeah, the Van Gogh guy, Picasso. Who could, you know? Oh shit! The, Fre- yeah. the French Renaissance, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I, think I, I think I just heard Stacy groan in the the, other the, room. the the French Renaissance. Maybe is that what you said? Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Right here. <laughs> yeah, but. Uh, yeah, so yeah. Um, I don't. It would it would have been funny though if they would have just like hauled off and like just. Oh yeah, <laughs> or like if, if we. She, just, I guess Shiana would have been the more likely suspect. If he would have just came over and like just clocked Ryan Day. That would have been so good. I, I just loved like it was legitimately just like it was almost like the Spider-Man meme, like sentient them just pointing. They both had the fingers out. Like, I don't know. It was, cause it was, cause Dave Biddle was saying like, he was like, Oh, you know, uh, Sean's fired up because Dave fired him for Halfley. And I was like, I would say, Oh, it's like, I didn't, I didn't know if they had animosity. I was like, I must've missed that. Like if it was like yeah. true animosity, but I don't know. They seem pretty cordial after the game. Not cordial, I guess, but professional. Yeah, yeah. I, I was just, you. I mean, we have the same brain on this, but like, I'm watching the game, and I had this. I had this feeling when I was at. I used to work at Coldstone. Fun fact: in in high school, and they had this like doorbell that, as soon as a customer would walk in. It would like make me uneasy because like uh, whenever yeah. I hear the doorbell, I just stand up and I'm like, ah, shit, I gotta go serve this customer. And like, it's a really common doorbell, and it would be in like a bunch of different restaurants. So for like years, even after I quit my job, I'd be sitting in there and like I'd get that like itch when I'd just hear like a doorbell, like somebody walking into the business. I had that same feeling when I saw Greg Schiano sprint across the field. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, where's my computer? Like I need to post about this. I'm like, oh wait. I don't, I don't work there anymore. So like, I, I just like, it just, just, the content brain just started spinning right there. So, um, I don't know. It was, it was nuts. It was, it was that same thing. Like what was when, when, um, the kids scored the touchdown during the spring game, the kid in the Jacob Jarvis. Oh yeah. Jacob Jarvis. Yeah. Same thing. Just sometimes you just know you're like, ah, this is content, you know? So, uh, I would have had that shit up in 10 minutes if, if that was, if I was still at 11 warriors. So, um, I'm, I'm sure it, I'm sure it went up on the site like magic, but yeah, it did. Did it? Did it? Yeah, I'm I proud of them. Came in on tweet. Yeah, yeah, it's a uh, it's a like I don't know. I I'm glad that like it happened. Like at least there was just some I don't know brouhaha, I guess. Like and it was kind of like an us versus them. I I did kind of like how we closed ranks uh pretty quick and we got pissed off about it because some teams you know they'll just you know they'll let their punter get hit like that it's just like yeah. oh you know he's just the uh. punter. <laughs> no they were all over it. i think everyone was i it was in general it was it was very funny how quickly it went from just like one zero to 60 just immediately then then from like 60 to zero because i was close to the end of the game and then by the end of the game like ryan day and greg shiano are cool again so if that's if that's not like men's sports in general like that's just the way that like a male dominated sport goes like one second you're ready to like twist someone's throat and the next you're uh chilling after the game but um yeah i i, I love that it was the that was probably the highlight, the highlight of the game for me. You know what I also love? What do you love, DJ? Home field apparel. <laughs> me too. The, me too. The, spo- the, the sponsors of this podcast, uh, the best apparel, a company out there, the comfiest. Uh, 
you can go to their website and use the code. And this is a code that you can only get the 15% you can only get from us. Meet at yeah. midfield at checkout. Uh, it's 15% off your order. Uh, it's American made, uh, made in America, not just designed in America, like those imposters at homage try to do made in America, designed in America, shipped to America, whole nine yards, comfiest shirt in the ball game. It's also, I, I've heard that Mayan Williams wears it underneath his shoulder pads. It's his base layer. <laughs> that so, way, I, he's a, He's QB number one, or QB number one. QB. That'd be, a, that'd, that'd be a, <laughs> <laughs> he might he might be if uh, Stroud throws another pick this year. That's three right. too many. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, he's RB one, right? I mean, it started as like it kind of started as it was, a joke. It, was like a meme like, almost. it yeah. felt it felt, and then it you know kind of felt sacrilegious a little bit. Because I mean, it's not like Henderson's. A, I mean, Henderson no. came in with all the hype, and it's just. Like I, I think it's personified by him scoring, tying the school record for five touchdowns. I really wish they would have let him get six. Yeah, but there were so many, like between Byers and between Keith Byers and Williams. There, how many? I mean, how many great backs were there? Yeah. You yeah, know, and I mean, a lot, a lot that people. I mean, even myself would probably say, you know, if you had to choose. You know, like a Carlos Hyde or Mayan Williams or like a Beanie Well, you know. Yeah. There are people that say they were better than Williams. Yeah, he got the record. And that just kind of like sums up his game. Like he's he, just he's more than the sum of his parts. If and he, like. he he had he had more yards. He accounted for more yards on the ground than Rutgers did as a team. <laughs> That's like total yards. <laughs> <laughs> and so like I don't know, like you're you're absolutely right where it just started off as a joke and then like you didn't know if you were serious and now it's to the point that's like, yeah, like he he probably should be getting most of the carries. Like I and like and like the thing is it's not it's not one of those things where like so like when people were calling for JT Barrett to get benched in twenty sixteen or like or twenty seventeen and whenever it was twenty seventeen when they wanted Dwayne over uh over JT it was because JT had like regressed and like he was not putting up the same numbers and stuff like that. This isn't really that situation because like by all accounts, when Travion Henderson's in, like maybe he doesn't have like perfect vision or something like that, but you can still tell that he's like, and you know, a, an extremely good running back. And there's a reason why he put up huge numbers last year. There's a reason why he was like universally considered one of the best running backs in the country or the big 10 coming into the season. Like this is still a guy that's going to like, I mean, he's back for another year next year, like probably going to be a Heisman contender or Heisman preseason Heisman candidate again next year. So it's not like he's a bum. It's just Mike Williams has like been that good. And I'm not, I'm not nearly as worried about depth running back depth as I was going into the season because now, I mean, if either one of them miss a game or two, I don't really think that's a big deal. Now, if one of them goes out, if one of them goes out for the season, uh, you know, maybe that could be a, a problem depending on uh, whom we're playing, but I'm, I'm going to have to knock on wood here, but like, what would it take for Mayan Williams to get knocked out of the game? <laughs> like, <laughs> like dude is, dude is built like, like the whole, yeah, I don't know. We better, we better, we better knock. Cause there's always a way. Yeah. Right. Right. But yeah. I, he, he's just a big guy, man. And I've, he's a lot like Chubb. Nick Chubb and I, yeah. I'm living in a blessed timeline where I mean these are the two guys I get to watch because it's man like tackling him in the fourth quarter 
But in the when first quarter, when, when you're fresh, when you're fresh, it would be hell. But in the fourth quarter, they got to see this guy coming and say, "Oh, here we go again!" Like, yeah, it, well, it's 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 that thing. It, there was a a dispatch article. I don't. I think it was Joey Kaufman who wrote it. Um, had to have been. It was really good. Um, but it was about. Uh, it was about Mayan Williams and him playing in like Pee Wee and high school and stuff like that, and how like he would just seek contact. And even in like high school, he would just like get hit and then just like keep going. Or like it's natural, it's it's human instinct. When you're about to make a collision, you kind of like shudder and stuff like that. He doesn't do that. He gets faster. Like if there's a tackle coming, like he accelerates and goes through it and stuff like that. And he plays like that every snap. You know, like he plays like he knows he's going to get hit and doesn't give a shit. Like that's, that's what I don't know. And, and, and on some level you need that in a running back. And I feel like that's the, the difference between him and Travion Henderson. Like Travion Henderson plays every snap, like he's going to hit a home run and nobody's going to touch him. And Mayan Williams plays every snap that like he's knows he's going to get hit and he's going to run through it and get as many yards as he possibly can. And so I, I just from in, in a volume carries sort of way, like that just, that mentality lends itself a lot more to having, you know, success on every single play. Yeah. And he's such a weapon in the red zone. Cause we've had some struggles under day two in the red zone. And I mean, they, they're just going to be able to kill teams, especially when JSN comes back. I mean, I just really don't see how you're going to be able with JSN Stover and then Williams, it's hilarious it's it's hilarious i've tried to i talked about it a little bit in uh in a kager earlier this week or last week but like how hilarious is it I, I just don't feel like we're talking enough about how ohio state literally like lost the best player in their offense maybe one of the best players in the country probably the best receiver in ohio state history and it's just been like fine you know like they just still have the best offense in the country. And at this point, like they just played Rutgers without Travion Henderson, who also like probably would have been considered one of the top players in the big 10 heading into the season too. So like you're down for that game, you were down like two of your best players on offense and you just like shout out what, like 56 points. So I, it's, it's insane. And I, I don't think that we're like hyping it up enough. It's, it's kind of, I, I talked about it with like Nick Bosa in 2018 you know, like he got hurt and, and the defense like really missed him, like really, really missed him. Cause he, he was dominating those first, like that first game and a half or two games and a half um, before he got hurt. And then the rest of the season, like the pass rush just wasn't the same, you know, Chase Young was coming on and stuff like that, but it just wasn't the same. But like now you're missing JSN and the offense is just like still great. You know, like you've still got the passing game and stuff like that. It's, it's just going to be unfair when he comes back. Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> I hope he comes back sooner rather than later. I mean, not to state the obvious, but we're getting the team's getting really good reps with him out. But I would hope we I hope we get some time to like acclimate him back in and knock everybody back down the totem pole before we go. I mean, I'm I'm a little concerned about the Penn State game. You know, just in terms of just going there, and that's going to be. I mean, East Lansing. East Lansing is no joke to play in. I mean, it's no cakewalk, obviously, but you know they're not. The Spartans aren't aren't legitimate this year. I don't think anyway. They're not. The, they're not the Michigan State of the past teams, and that trip isn't going to be what it used to be. 
and Penn State's going to be that first, like, I mean, it's going to be a noon game, probably. It is. Uh, most likely. Um, I haven't seen, like, officially official yet. But even even at noon, man, I mean, those 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 Pennsylvania freaks are going to be drinking. Right. From, like, 6 p.m. Uh, they just you know, simply Friday. won't go to bed. Yeah. So, hopefully, I'm hoping that we can get him back in the lineup in these next couple weeks and kind of work through it because, I mean, we t- Stroud, I mean, I, I hate how good he is. Because even if you comp like even if you say something where like you know you critique him in a minor way, then like people get like super defensive about it. Like you're critiquing the you know Jesus Christ himself. <laughs> and I mean to be fair, I mean Stroud has played like Jesus Christ at times. But yeah, he, we're looking at seven quarters now where uh, he's missing some throws. Uh, he's got two interceptions. Uh, he's lucky to not have. He, he didn't have more against Wisconsin. Um. I, I think you know. I think the, you brought it up though. Like, I think the truth is that the standard for him is so damn high. You know, like if any if any other quarterback, even that we've had at Ohio State in the past, like was playing the way that he's currently playing or has been like the past like what six quarters or so, it'd be incredible. You know, like you'd be ready to knight him, give him a Heisman Trophy, like on the field. But like because he's set the own standard of like basically perfection, like. You know, if he's missing yeah. somebody high or something like that, like you're like, oh, what's wrong with him? But um, I, I think he'll be fine. I think on some level it comes down to dude's a gamer. I think like he's he's going to give his best when it matters the most. Um, and so it's not I'm not worried. Um, and the rest of the team has played well enough that like even if he had the worst game of his life, like I think it still would just be fine. So. I, I don't even know what that would look. I, well, I guess what I, I was just, I, I guess I do know what it would look like. It'd probably look a lot like Oregon <laughs> no, but, <laughs> last year, but he's such a different player now where I, you know, he's not going to put something like that on the board again. Okay. But like, also I'm going to pull up his stats from the Oregon game. Cause we remember that being a bad game. It wasn't. I mean, for, from him at least, it, and optically, it's yeah, but I was there playing from behind, and you know, a hundred percent. But this is—you're talking about his second start in in um, college football. He he went thirty-five for fifty-four, which is sixty-four percent, which is like that's that's about average for four hundred and eighty-four yards, three touchdowns with one interception. Dude threw for 484 yards, and we remember it as, ah, that was a pretty shitty <laughs> game. That is, is kind of nuts. I'm right there with you. Like, like I remember it as like, ah, you better not play like he did against Oregon. He threw for 484 yards. That's like, that was second in Ohio State history. And we're like, yeah, that was, you know, pretty shitty. Like, he was just playing from behind. Like, it's just nuts. Like, and, and you're saying, like, that's, that's, if that's the worst that he's going to play, if you're if your quarterback throws for 400 this is going back to Kerry Combs if your quarterback throws for 484 yards in his second ever start and you lose that game who does that speak more to yeah so, so I, I, I even now if you came up and you said he's going to complete 64% of his passes 450 yards three <laughs> touchdowns and an interception you're yeah, going to feel better win that game you're going to feel pretty good about your chances yeah, you better win that game. Uh, that that that's exactly that exactly it. So um, I I just I think it's in the past that I would I have felt even like last year particularly, um, I felt that this team went as he went, and if he wasn't having a great game or if the rest of the team wasn't having a great game, he had to bail him out. And I just don't really think that's true anymore. I think that 
he could have a subpar performance. He could have a bad game and his receivers could bail him out by, you know, just being good. Cade Stover could, you know, be a safety blanket or something like that. Or you could have Mayan Williams or Trevion Henderson that could each run for 150 yards or whatever. So um, I, I just, yeah, I don't think he's been himself necessarily. He hasn't put up like insane numbers, but at the same time, like he's still the Heisman Trophy frontrunner in my mind. He's still, you know, one of the more dominant quarterbacks in the country. He's still easily in my mind, the most talented quarterback in the country. So I just, you know, it, I, he isn't playing as good as I think that maybe he should. But if anything, I think that's like terrifying for the rest of the country because like if this is not his best, then like what the fuck is, you know? I think this week's going to be good for him too. Cause like you said, like he is a gamer and he kind of does have like that chip on his shoulder a little bit. Um, it's not obvious like Baker, but just, you know, he's more subdued with it. And I think getting him getting on the road again and getting some fans in his face, you know, trying to mess with him. I think that's going to be yeah. good for him too. I think so too. I, I think I, a lot of quarterbacks have said that Justin Fields said that he loved playing on the road. Dwayne Haskins said he loved playing on the road. Like, I think there's just something to that. Like it, that's college football at its purest is when you're on the road in a co- in a visiting college football stadium against like other students and stuff like that. I think like that's, that's what really brings it out in you. So, um, by, compar- that. by comparison, Baker Mayfield always used to complain about Browns fans cheering when he had the ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, he couldn't even handle that. A couple yeah. of drunk fans, you know, we were excited because he crossed the 50 for the first time in three and a half years. <laughs> Man, maybe the Browns should start uh, tanking for, for C.J. Stroud. Uh, they, I guess should. They, they, they have the sex best quarterback, so they'll be fine. Yeah, they, they, they should have. It would have been a more honorable honorable route to go the Steelers are going to end up with him though that can be a whole off season of content yeah, when, when we get yeah. to that, the whole draft yeah. circus but but, but yeah, yeah I mean I mean that's where we're at I mean this is where we're at I mean this is where the season is at that we have to nitpick 39 point wins uh for the content <laughs> yeah and, and like that that's where I don't know. I guess we we knew slash hoped that we'd be here. I just like to me to go back to this. Like, I just think it's insane that we're still where we are. And, you know, JSN has played like an eighth of the snaps possible. Like that that's nuts to me that the offense is what it is, because my, my read on how this offense was going to go was pretty much like how the Rose Bowl. Went. It was just going to be, you know, CJ Stroud to JSN the entire season. And they were both just going to put up video game numbers. And I think it's been good for the offense in the long run that that hasn't really been the case. And I think Ryan Day's talked about that. Um, just, you know, getting some guys in there and really forcing CJ Stroud to throw to receivers that, you know, he probably should have thrown to in the first place, because I know how this would have gone. He's their safety blanket. He's CJ Stroud's safety blanket. And he would have just thrown to him, you know, 20 times a game because that's exactly what we saw in the Rose Bowl. So I think the fact that he hasn't played is really good for this offense in the long run. Well, I, I wish we could get some honesty on his injury. Yeah, right. Uh, not, yeah, not, not, that we had, not that we haven't gotten honesty f- from the injury there, but th- I mean, this is what, I mean, this is it's another week in a row where they just kind of, you know, just dump, oh, here, oh, by the way, here's like five extra guys that are on the injury report that weren't on the injury report at well, and, all and that's this happened, week. That's happened like last year too. Um, it, it's really you know, bizarre. 
There's like, no other I, team that does that. I don't know if it's like a gamesman. I don't. I really don't feel like it's a gamesmanship. Cause like, why? Like, we don't. I don't feel like Ohio State really needs to play that kind of gamesmanship, especially against like the likes of you know Maryland and Wisconsin. Yeah. Uh, but now, I mean, you're looking at a, an issue where like you 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 start to wonder like, is this not just common injuries that happen to every team throughout a football season, but something more, you know, systemic with our training. And I, I wish Ryan was here. Cause I'm sure he could give a 30 minute diatribe. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Analyzing exactly what's wrong. But I mean, it's a problem. Uh, you know, the Browns have it as like just bad teams have it. And you definitely like, Football is an inherently violent game. There's always going to be injuries, but when it's multiple guys for weeks at a time, and these soft issue like these soft tissue injuries are lingering, you begin. You know, I start. I start to worry that yeah. like is this some because you know they played him against Toledo for what like a, a couple snaps. Why yeah. why the hell even put him on the field if you're just going to immediately take him back off? And I wonder like I did some did he re-aggravate it? You know, like, is there someone we'll else know. there? Because, no, we, we never will know. Unless, you know, some buck under 487.52 has some connection that he posts yeah, right. <laughs> uh, somewhere. But, yeah, well, we're it, just, we're not getting, we're not getting honest information about the injuries. Right. And so, like, these guys will just pop up on the injury report. And then, like, sometimes they'll say, like, oh, he's been dealing with this, with this for a couple weeks. And it's like, well, shit, like, why haven't we heard about it? I don't know. It's just, it's frustrating. And, like. I'm sure you you get the like extreme Buckeye pilled uh, fans that are like ah they don't owe you an explanation for anything. It's like yeah, I mean that's true to a point, but like also it's just frustrating as a fan to just not know what players are available. You know, like until the an hour before the game. Like it, I, right. I, it, it, I mean, if you know, if I had a son, you know, if I had a son and Trey Henderson's his favorite player. And, I, you know, I grind all week. I get the day off work. You know, we're going to the Rutgers game because it's all I can afford because I'm underpaid and overworked. <laughs> and we, and, you know, we get there and, you know, it pops up. That, oh, like, yeah, by the way, he's injured game time decision. Something he's quote unquote been dealing with. Like what the you fuck? Know, <laughs> you feel robbed as a, as a fan. And uh, there was a lot of talk going into it like, you know, now a sports gambling, you know, Vegas is going to yeah. have, you know, somehow like demand honesty of these teams. And that really hasn't come to fruition either. Well, Gene Smith even like backed that. He was talking about how like there probably should be like a universal um, uh, like injury report, like that teams need to standardize this and everybody needs to be on the same page about it. Like I, I kind of get it to a point where like, if you're being like ultra competitive about it, like why would you volunteer more information about your team than you really have to? Um, so like, I, I, I get it to a point why they're not just like rushing to give like the most up to the minute updates to anybody about all of these injuries. Like I get it, but like that doesn't mean it's not frustrating. And I wish that somebody would force them to, because it's annoying as a fan to have no idea what players are available, you know? And it's, it's like, it's almost the same as like, because I, I I believe, honestly, that most of these injuries probably aren't a big deal. I, I, I really think that. And I think, like, if it was Michigan, like, I think probably 99% of these players, they'd be playing. You know, like, I don't think that – I really doubt that their injuries are enough that it would keep them out for a game that really mattered. Um, but it's kind of the same thing as, like, the NBA when they're just having, like, guys get maintenance days or days off and stuff like that. It's like, 
we've reached the point where the average Ohio State game means so little that you can just like rotate starters in. It's like, ah, you know, we're going to play with this lineup today and give some of these veterans a day, the day off or something like that. Like that's almost what it seems like, you know, like somebody gets slightly banged up and you're like, ah, it's cool. We'll just throw somebody else out there instead. Like it's, it, it, that's almost the vibe that I get because they have the luxury of being able to do that. Yeah. I mean, Ohio State's second string, uh, they could at least compete for the big 10 title. I don't know if they'd be perennial, but I mean, they could compete. Yeah. And that, that's not sure. insane to say. I, mean, it I feel like arrogant to say, I, but it's true. Uh, you know, I'm sure Penn State, Michigan fans would probably say something otherwise, but it ain't a Michigan and Penn State podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean, on some level, there's like that acknowledgement, though, like you, Ohio State's second string heading into the season was Mayan Williams. Like, come on, like, what, what, what are you know, <laughs> like, you, we, we're seeing it right now, like, right now. I, one, if you put one of those guys as the first team or, you know, I don't know. And we're seeing it with the wide receivers too. Like this is essentially a, a player deeper in the rotation. Like, I don't know. So I know I, we're, I, we're seeing it with the linebackers too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I just, I don't know. I, I do. I, it does frustrate me. I don't think it concerns me as much as it frustrates me. Um, that I just like don't know who's gonna play. It was like wild that I just like got a push notification that was like, oh, Trivia Henderson is out today. It's like, what the fuck? What do you mean? Or JSN is out. like, we didn't even know if JSN was gonna play. I don't know. It's it's just it's annoying that like you have no idea what your team's gonna look like. The Wisconsin one that was the most baffling. It's like an hour before the game, you know, I hear that. Uh, Denzel Burke isn't going to play. Like, maybe that would have been better for everybody. Yeah, right. <laughs> He's man. What's going on with him? Yeah, I uh, I don't I don't I don't know enough football to <laughs> to have the answer to that. But I mean, it he just looks lost. It's I, I mentioned it like it was even after the first or like the Arkansas State game. It, he's just doing the plays that he's not making are plays that he made no problem last year. Like it's not like a scheme thing. It's like when the ball's in the air, like he's just not react he doesn't look like the same player like if you told me that that was like his twin brother and you swapped jerseys with him like i'd completely believe you yeah so sometimes i wonder like because like me i would being that young i would have had a hard time keeping a level head on myself i didn't really have yeah. much of a level head anyway and right. especially like being that young going into it and especially i'm sure he got a little bit of nil money um you know, going to see name recognition, you know what I mean? Like it can kind of, it, it's the old cliche, but it, it, it's a cliche because it's happened a lot. I feel like we're guy, you know, guys kind of read their own pre- press clippings and then don't take the preparation as seriously as they should. Because yeah. You're right. He's looking like a player. I mean, he's looking like a freshman. Right. Out yeah, there I, sometimes I, uh, just completely uh, no man's land getting mossed, like just out of position. Rutgers receiver. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, I, 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 I hope he can fix it because, you know, uh, we'll see. I mean, we could, we could win a title without him being a lockdown corner, but man, it, uh, it would certainly help our chances. <laughs> I, he, I, if, if Jordan Hancock comes back at some point this year, it would be fascinating to see. I mean, it, it would take a lot because he, um, you know, obviously would need to, uh, you know, get worked back into practice and get comfortable with the scheme and stuff like that. But it would be really interesting to see if 
if all of a sudden when there's another cornerback available that could could kind of push for that starting role, like what happens to him? Because I just like I don't know how ruthless the the vegan grandpa would be, but like if you've got somebody in the wings who's going to perform better, like I, that just screams I'm going to get my job. I'm going to lose my job, right? Yeah, we'll we'll get that answer pretty quick on how ruthless. <laughs> yeah, right. The vegan can be. So, but yeah, I I, I think like. If there's anything, anything that was concerning from that, it's just, it, it's a pattern, you know, like it's, it's a pattern and uh, people love to talk about like, ah, well, he's, he's locked down in all the plays where they don't throw in his direction. It's like, yeah, but like, who gives a fuck about those plays? You know, like I, all I see is they throw jump balls in his direction and he doesn't make a play. Like what, how, what else am I supposed to take away from that? How many times has there been a jump ball in his direction this year that he's, you know, turned around, found the ball, and, like, played it. You know, it, it just hasn't yeah. happened. Yeah, that's that's probably the biggest area of concern I have with the defense right now. But, yeah. you know, it's just hard to say because I'm, we haven't really truly played an elite offense yet. Yeah, and I don't know when we will. <laughs> it's, we got Michigan State, um, then Iowa. Oh, good God. Good guy. I've I've watched too much of Iowa football. Bro, I've watched too much Iowa football this year. I don't know how exactly it happened. <laughs> all of a sudden, all of a sudden, I, I, like I was probably my second most watched team right now. Same, <laughs> same. I watched him. I watched him against. Shit, I watched, I watched Iowa that, State. I watched that the San Michigan, Diego or that South Michigan Dakota State game. game. Yeah, that, dude. They've been uh lo- love my Hawks. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll be experts for after the after the bye week. Sorry, the open week. I know Andrew yeah. Lynn loves to. Uh, to I, actually, I, that was one thing I did agree with him on because he's like a bye week. It does. It's it's a turn. You know right. what I mean? It's, it's no, a tournament he's, thing. It, it's one of those where he's begrudgingly correct. It's like I I just don't give enough shits about it to like correct anybody about it. But like, yeah, he is he is right. To me, it's it's on the level of like in casual conversation when people or I'll listen to podcasts and stuff where people insist on calling like Ohio state and it's instead of a, they, uh, and you're like, say. you just sound pretentious. Like, come on, man. Like, I don't know. It's very, very, very bougie. And so I, I would just feel like an asshole correcting somebody on that, but it's begrudgingly correct. Yeah. Well, it's, that's how I, I'm, I, mm. I use that. That's like it developed into a little thing of mine. Cause I'll be like Stannis with fewer and I'll just be like open week, <laughs> but that and the raw every day as one word and two words yeah, is like really pretty much the only grammar, uh, grammar pet peeve that I have. But I just, I, I make so many typos. I can't really have any pet peeves like, <laughs> legally, right. Right. legally speaking. Uh, but every day, like every day as one or two words as an adjective or like a noun, uh, is like my only thing because 99% of people get it right. It's, and you see it wrong on like billboards on uh, menus yeah. uh, everywhere. It, it's, it's, that's like the one thing. So my, the open my, week, I, 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 I ride, I ride with the open week now. My, my one thing is apostrophe usage. Just bad apostrophe yeah. usage is terrible when people just like add an apostrophe to something that's just like a plural noun. That drives me <laughs> insane. I, I don't know. Like if you just think it looks cooler or something like that, but I just, that, there's a shocking number of people that just add an apostrophe to like. Yeah, you'll, you'll see Fridays. it a lot. 
you'll see it a lot too on like mailbox on like houses or whatever like the millers like with apostrophe and it's like nah that's supposed to yep. be like the millers plural and then the apostrophe like yep. nah, just look like there's one miller and it's yeah. his house <laughs> it's his house yeah no so but uh yeah i guess i guess since we're talking about grammar it's yeah uh, i was gonna say uh, yeah it's probably the cue <laughs> if, if you've made it this far you are you were a true one um but we'll, uh, hopefully we'll, hopefully this is the week this next on the premium episode if you freeloaders want to get in on uh get on the action hopefully this will be the the premium episode will be we can debut our new uh intro music or whatever yeah we'll, we'll, we'll try to get that up for you i've also had um i've had questions about people wanting to know how to get our premium episodes because it didn't really occur to me that there would be people listening to this podcast that did not know about our website. So the premium episodes, you're not going to find it if you're just on Spotify or Apple podcasts or something like that. Like there's no like special button that you can hit that hits like subscribe to the premium episodes, whatever you have to subscribe at our website, which is meet at midfield.com. And if you go to our website, you can subscribe to the whole website, it gets you access to all of our writing. Um, you know, me and me and DJ each do a, a morning article, the breakfast kegger every morning. Um, you know, Ryan's got some some stuff going, a lot of national and Big Ten coverage. Um, Patrick Mayhorn's got all of his group of five and national perspective and stuff. And then we've got a whole Michigan wing that we're we don't we don't really fuck with them, but um Ace and Taylor <laughs> Ace and Taylor do a good job over there. So it's it's a whole website. But when you subscribe, you get all of that and you also get premium podcasts. And they're gonna be sent, you're gonna get a special feed sent right to your email once you subscribe. And it's it's all a all, all a big thing. Um, but all that to say, if you want the premium episodes that come out on Thursdays, go to meet at midfield.com hit subscribe and you'll get access to all of those. I didn't really think that that would be an issue. Couldn't really have imagined that there would be people that would be listening to us that, uh, you know, didn't know about our website. So that that's on me. That's on us. Um, but if you want the premium episodes that we talk about, go to meet at midfield.com. So, uh, yeah, a, a good, good problem to have that people seem to care about us, uh, rambling, through microphones in our in our uh, in our not not large houses. So, um, but we will talk to you guys on Thursday. Hopefully, we'll we'll get Ryan's whole situation sorted out there. We'll we'll make some arrangements with the with the mob. Maybe maybe we'll have to get him to podcast from from captivity. <laughs> I don't know. Don't know. Don't know about that. But we will uh, we'll work it. Um, and so. We'll see you guys on Thursday for, for you throwing rubies at our feet. But for everyone else, we'll talk to you after uh, Ohio State does cruel things to the Spartans. So, uh, DJ, you want to sign us off? All right, buddy. See you on Thursday. Go Bucks. Michigan sucks. And help is on the way. <laughs>